They would rather have the man not be healed than for Jesus to break the rules. Sometimes we're so intent on going to church on Sunday, we're not willing to help the people who come to church on Sunday. My title of this message is not let us have church, but let us have a church. Not just have church, have churches for us to get up and praise and worship and rejoice. But there's a big difference between having church and being the church. This is Jerry G. Martin and welcome to the Light of the World broadcast. Jesus went to the synagogue for service and he met a man with the withered hand. While he was concerned about the man, the Pharisees were concerned about whether Jesus was going to break the law. Church should always be about reaching people and ministering to their need. Come and go with us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. And Jesus saying, if they're doing the work that I ask them to do, I'm good with it. They don't have to be like us. They don't have to be with us. If they're doing the work that we're asking them to do, as long as we're doing good, as long as we're reaching people, our methods may change. We may be unorthodox in the way we do it. But he says, as long as you're just bringing them into the kingdom, I don't care. And many of us, the reason we don't reach people, we're expecting a supernatural anointing to reach people, but you don't need a supernatural anointing. You just need to be nice and loving and kind. That's an anointing that you need. Listen, in fact, if you are out of church on Sunday, reaching people for Jesus Christ, I'm good with that. If you call me and say, Pastor, I'm going down here. I'm just feeling my heart. I need to go down here and minister to a group of people I'll see, and I'm I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to say, no, come on to church. No, get on out of here. I'm good with that. I'm good with you not showing up on Sunday if you're you're ministering and reaching people. Now, if you're sitting at home waiting on the Dallas Cowboys to come on, uh, (laughs) Satan, the Lord rebuke you. (laughs) But if you're out reaching people, if you're out doing the ministry work, If you stopped on your way in to be a blessing to somebody because the Lord prompted your heart, go over there and and be a blessing. Go on and do that. Unless y'all just want to have church. I'm not talking about having church. I'm talking about being the church that God calls us to be. Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand. Now, here's Jesus. I like Jesus. Jesus wasn't scared of nobody. He said, y'all come and mess with me. I'm finna mess with y'all. He said to the man with the shriveled hand, get up and stand up in front of everybody. Come here, stand up in front of everybody. Jesus didn't go off in the corner and say, come on, let me just, uh, I know they, they mad, so let's just do this on the side. Let's go, out in the, let's go out in the vestibule. No, he said, stand up in front of everybody. And so he got up and he stood there. Notice the man was not intimidated by the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. He didn't say, well, they, they might get mad at me. Now, when you got a need, you don't care about nobody else getting mad at you. When he had the opportunity or the possibility of Jesus changing his life, he responded and the Bible said, so he got up. Many people don't receive what the Lord has in store for them because they're intimidated by other folk in the congregation. There are times the Holy Spirit will be saying, get on up and go up for prayer. But you won't go because they might think something wrong. They might think I did this. They might think this. Listen, when you need to get with Jesus, you can forget about what everybody else is thinking. You just need to press your way right on in. Says, you don't live at my house. You ain't got to deal with this shriveled hand. 
I got to deal with this river hand when I leave here. So I don't care what you think. If there's a possibility of my getting healed, my getting blessed, my getting over my issue, I'm going on up there. I'm getting me some prayer. I don't care what you think. When it's your time to stand up, get up. And stand up in front of everybody if you have to. Stand on up. Don't worry about being embarrassed. Just stand on up and say, I'm here to get my needs met. I'm here to get my blessing. I'm here to respond to what God might want to do in my life. This man stood up anticipating what Jesus was going to do. Let's look at what happened. Then he, Jesus, looked around at them, the Pharisee, in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was completely restored. Now, listen, you don't see Jesus getting upset but two times in the scripture. He didn't get angry when he was hanging on the cross. He didn't get angry when they were beating him. He didn't get angry when they spit in his face. He didn't get angry when they put the crown of thorns on him and they whipped him down the road and they stuck him in the side. He didn't get angry. When did he get angry? When he saw the people and the money changers in the temple? And this says he got angry at the Pharisees again because they keep messing with him when he's trying to reach people. Look at what he said. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed. What is wrong with you people up in the church house? You're supposed to be righteous. You're supposed to be holy. You're supposed to be mature. You know the scriptures inside and out. You study them all day long. So what's wrong with you? I just told you to go and see what that means when it says, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. He was upset. He was upset at the church folks who should be reaching out to others, helping others, loving others. But they were more interested in being sure that no one got out of order in the service. Not only was he angry, he was deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. Let's be sure that he doesn't look at us like that because we refuse to change. He said they had a stubborn heart, you refuse to change. Anybody ready to change? Say, Lord, I don't want to be, I don't want to be one of them people that refuse to change. Because we refuse to open up to others and be sensitive to their needs, we don't want to be that. We don't want to be one who's more interested in our own church enjoyment and our own church experience than inviting others to come and see what the Lord might do for them. Church folk are like that. This is all for me. This is all for me. I need to get my needs met. Mature believers change churches because they ain't getting their needs met. How many other people need have you met? I ain't getting my needs met. I'm not being ministered to. How long you been saved? 30 years. Sometimes we're more interested in getting fed and getting our needs met instead of meeting the needs of others. And, but Jesus said to this man, look at what he said. He didn't say be healed. Sometimes Jesus said be healed. Sometimes he said your faith has made you whole. And sometimes he just reached out and touched him. Look at what he said to this man about his hand. Stretch it out. There are times when we have to participate in our own healing. You got to participate in your own healing. There are times he said, stretch it out. The man could say, I can't stretch it out. He could have said that. But this man was obedient to stand. This man was obedient to stretch out his hand. He didn't say, I can't do that. He just started stretching it out. And the Bible says his hand became fully restored. 
You're talking about some, see, if they'd have had a Hammond B3 organ, they'd start playing some shouting music. I tell you what, that man shouted. I tell you, that man was excited. Nobody else, but the Pharisees wasn't happy, but that man got a victory. That man was healed. That man started shouting. That man started saying, oh, yes, I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. I guarantee you, he clapped his hands. I guarantee you, he raised his hands up. Nobody had to say, lift up your hands and praise the Lord. I bet you he said, oh, glory to God. Here's a question. What is it that you need to stretch out today? This man was not able to be as productive as he could have been because of the withered hand. He couldn't do all that he needed to do. He he couldn't do all that he could have done because his hand was withered and he just was operating on just a percentage of his ability. There are a lot of believers that's operating on a percentage of your ability because you got some stuff that needs to be stretched out. See, there's more than just a withered hand. There may be a withered heart from hurt and pain and all the things that you've had in your experience. So what's keeping you from being productive in the kingdom of God? Is it a physical condition? Jesus restores. Is it your mind that needs to be stretched because of the fear that's going on or worry or anxiety? Jesus still restores. Stretch it out. What about your finances? You just stay in a financial bind all the time. You need the Lord's help to be disciplined or open a door for you. You need to stretch it out. What about your life? You may feel like your life is empty. Your life is without hope. You don't have a future. You just feel like you're just going through the motions of life. You need to bring it to the Lord and stretch it out. He's able to meet your need. I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know whether you've had a failed marriage or an abortion in the past that just keep haunting you. I don't know if you're still dealing with drugs or alcohol or, or gambling or pornography. I don't know if you just have fear. You're just waking up. Some people are in a depression. You just can't seem to, to get out of that dark cloud that's riding over you. Well, I'll tell you what, the Lord is in the church today. If you would read the rest of that passage, it would say many followed him and he healed all their sick. Everybody that followed him. I'm going to pray today. The first thing that you need to stretch out is your life. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you just never made a commitment to him, you need to stretch your life out and say, Lord, I want you to take my life. I don't know where you are in your walk with the Lord. You may, uh, may have never come to know him, but he's here today to take your life and to turn you into a vibrant, productive person. Jesus says, I've come to give you life and life more abundant. That's the abundant, full life of, of joy and, and the life that, that you can say, you know, this is really living now. You may just have a weight on your life and you just can't figure out what that is and I can't get this weight off of my life. I I know there's something else for me. I just can't seem to figure out what it is. Your life will never have fulfillment until you give it to the Lord who brought you here for a particular purpose. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I think you're talking to me. I need to make that decision. Will you make a decision today to invite Jesus Christ into your life? 
Here's what I'm going to do. We're going to pray. If you're making that decision today to invite Jesus Christ into your life, we're going to pray and I want you to invite him into your life and then we're going to have our prayer team come up and then we're going to pray for everyone that needs to stretch something out today. And let's believe God's going to move in your behalf. Will you join me as we pray? Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who came to save us, who came to redeem us by his blood on Calvary. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving my sin washing my heart I invite you Lord to come into my life to be my Lord to be my Savior to guide my life fill me with your Holy Spirit and I'm ready to follow you and I receive it now by faith in the name of Jesus This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you, no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca, Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call The Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.